Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, satellite technology has brought about a number of benefits for people on the ground, such as improved weather forecasting and communications. Now, in particular, a type of satellite called the Synthetic Aperture Radar, or SAR satellites, can monitor ground activity 24-7 and penetrate rain, smoke and cloud cover, allowing governments to monitor weather conditions such as tropical storms and wildfire. And that's exactly what our guest does. Now, established in 2018, Synspective is a Japanese end-to-end satellite data and solution provider. The startup has a SAR satellite constellation that enables high frequency and high resolution of observation and combines the data collected with machine learning and data science techniques to derive insights on issues such as flood damage, land displacement and forestry inventory management. The insights are then provided to both private and public sector clients such as government agencies. But why are we speaking to Synspective, you might ask? Well, the firm is seeing a number of interesting developments of late. For one thing, it was awarded a 4.1 billion yen grant by the Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry of Japan to develop innovative applications using SAR satellites as at the end of 2023. So what can we expect on this front? And meanwhile, the startup also signed an agreement with Uzbekistan's Center of Space Monitoring and Geoinformation Technologies, as well as the National Space Agency of Kazakhstan, the Kazakhstan Garsh Sapari, in January to carry out research or to develop new applications to collect data for disaster management. But how far is Central Asia a bright spot for Synspective? Well, lots of questions, as you can imagine. And for more, I've got with me Vincent Kessler, General Manager of Synspective SG, joining me on the line. Uh, Vincent, welcome. Hi, Tintin. Thank you for having me on the show. Great to have you on board. And uh, Vincent, we've briefly talked about Synspective as this Japanese end-to-end satellite data and solution provider. Basically, uh, put it in layman terms, you guys collect images and sensing data of the Earth, process it using machine learning to derive insights on issues such as disaster management. So let's hear from you. How would you then describe the products and services you provide as well as your value proposition then? Actually, it's very interesting that I'm on this show because you are under the radar. We are radar satellite, right? So basically, it's inspective. It's a startup based out from Japan. We came out from the National Research and Development Program called IMPACT. Uh, we built, we own our own fleet of radar satellites. Right now, we have two in space. And we provide data from all these satellites uh, for our customers all over the world, including in resilient infrastructure, security, and sustainability. Right. So the, our data itself is a very interesting one because it is not like what you see in Google. It is a signal-based uh, satellite that has uh, that takes images in an X-band ray, uh, wavelength that you can actually, as what you said, uh, penetrate through the clouds, uh, going through the haze, to even see at night. Right. The the data format itself is also very very large. We can see a thousands of square kilometers every shot. It can cover entire Singapore in one image. Uh, and we provide all this data for people who want to look at uh, marine time environment, who want to look at very large land masses for movement, such as in the disasters and earthquakes. Actually, SAR data is also very complex, right? That's, here is where one of our value proposition is. 
SAR data is not like the normal picture. So we actually provide solutions from platforms that we create ourselves uh, for our customers all over the world. Some of these customers have never used SAR data before because it's too difficult to use. So through all these platforms that we create, we make it really very easy for people to understand uh, what is going on in their place so that they can take the decisions to make uh, changes to whatever they are doing down there. Yeah? Right. Uh, Vincent, a quick one here. You mentioned that SAR data is very hard to use. Uh, why is that the case? Mm. Because when we take an image in a visible light, you can actually use uh, red, green, green and blue to come up with some kind of index to see how green the tree is, how much moisture there is, right? But for SAR itself, it's actually something like a ping that's, that prones thousands of kilometers from space onto an object. And you detect the speed of that ping or how close that ping is to the ping from the previous day. So these are actually highly complex and require a lot of uh, analysis. Uh, so in that case, what you're doing is you process the data so that it is digestible for the end user. Okay, and appreciate if we could get this question sorted out early on in the conversation uh, to set the stage for our listeners, Vincent. Who would you define as your customers? How far are they from government agencies? And also, uh, that brings me to the next part of the question, which is, what is your business model then? Uh, actually, at this moment in time, the majority of our customers are still government agencies. Our largest customers is actually the Japanese government, right? But however, we have also worked with uh, private hydropower companies, mining companies who want to look at mining safety and sustainability, and also forestry companies in Japan, outside of Japan. I think one of the most innovative solutions that we have is to measure the offshore wind potential of, uh, of seas. And I think we have worked on, on these kind of projects with many companies in Europe to look at the wind potential of several areas to see uh, what is the bankability, what is the, what is the profitability for putting a wind farm uh, where there was none in the first place. For the, our business model, I think we, uh, for the data itself, we use a traditional contract model where customers will tell us to collect an area or they will look through our archives to find that data that is available and buy that data. For solution itself, we are a subscription-based model where our customers can tell us to monitor, for example, subsidence over an entire mountain valley for a period of time for the next 12 months. And for that, we do actually as a, as a SaaS model as well. When Synspective is asked to collect data, do you send up one satellite to collect data for many different clients or is it more of a one-to-one basis? Uh, so we actually have a very innovative tasking system that we use in Japan to decide which is the next available satellite over that location. Uh, then to make it the fastest to collect in the area. So in a way, our fleet works in a constellation, not as individual satellites. Then we can maximize the ability for us to collect data for different customers. And taking a look at your global footprint, Vincent, how many geographical markets uh, is Inspective in at the moment? Which is the most important market to you financially and the role of Singapore in this regard? Right now, we are spread out majority uh, over all over Asia. Uh, we have been pretty actively in the past 24 months building our reseller network all over Asia. Number of countries, I don't have the specifics, but uh, we have about 20 plus resellers spread out over Asia and Oceania now. I think financially, Japan is still number one, of course, because that's where we are from. Uh, but operationally, our, our aim is to become the number one SAR company in Asia, uh, where we are seeing uh, the importance of markets such as Indonesia, Thailand, India and Vietnam growing very strongly in the next one or two years. Uh, so we are putting a lot of focus here. Uh, Singapore is very interesting because, as we always say, that Singapore we're in the middle of everything. Everybody wants to go from Japan to somewhere else, 
comes through Singapore, right? So we are a very good connector uh, between South Asia, Oceania, uh, between Japan and the rest of the world. So we are here serving as the international port, uh, outpost of Inspective. We have, we have individuals who are in Singapore who have a very global outlook. We speak uh, different languages very well. And I think the airport connections are fantastic. So I think that's where we stand as a, as a hub for Inspective to do our business in Asia. Well, I'd like to take a look at positioning, right, Vincent? Inspective lies within the industry for Earth observation satellites, it seems. But how would you describe your positioning against other players, the likes of Excel Space, Setsure, Space Intelligence. Even in Japan, there's this Institute for Kyushu Pioneers of Space, or IQPS. So uh, tell us a bit more about that. Right. Interesting question. I think uh, for us, we are quite different from many of these companies. Firstly, we operate in the radar spectrum, which is uh, not that many companies that will do that. Right. Secondly, I think we partner with many of these companies. Our solution itself is actually sensor agnostic. We can use data not only from our own satellites, we are using data from JAXA, from the Europeans or Americans, to put them in our tasking, our processing systems, so that we can actually get the results for our customers. Sometimes our customers will request us to get a certain sort of data for a certain project. So our engineers will help to best solve that data, sometimes even from the other SAR players in the market. Right? Uh, optical itself, uh, we are complementary for those that are doing the red, green, and blue. Because in the aspects of things such as forestry, natural resource, many times we also need to use sensors that are optical or even in infrared spectrums to help to analyze some of the indexes. So we actually are uh, both customers and suppliers to all these partners itself. I think most of the solution companies that you mentioned are also our customers because our SAR data offers a daily revisit that not many companies can do. Uh, they use our data to look at economic intelligence, uh, oil street detection and things like that, which we are not actually actively doing. Yeah. Safe to say that the space for Earth observation is quite niche in the sense that when you collect a certain type of data, you need to source other forms of data from somewhere else, which is what causes this uh, interdependence. And let's talk a bit about your backers, Vincent. Uh, I believe Synspective raised $100 million US million in Series B funding in March 2022. That brings your total capital injection to uh, $200 million US million back then. And I believe those who participated in that round included Singapore's Pavilion Capital, owned by Demasic. You have Sompo Japan Insurance. You have Nomura Sparks Investment, the big players here. What is the strategic value brought about by this group of investors? And two years on, how have you used that money? I think these investors are very important for us because they are long-term investors. They understand that space is hard. Uh, that's why they, they have supported us for the long term. I think they will continue to support us for the, for the future. Uh, we have used the money primarily in terms of improving our manufacturing capability. Right? We have strengthened our supply chain, built in the redundancies necessary for mass manufacturing. I think we have also built and made investments in our assembly, integration and testing facilities and capabilities. We have done a lot of hiring. Uh, many, many new engineers are joining us from, from all over the world. And we are also using this money for R&D for our next generation of satellites, which will be launched pretty soon. I think in terms of business execution, uh, I think improvements have been made to strengthen our global team, having a global presence and improving the structures and reporting systems. 
uh, as we grow bigger, which has to be made a lot more reliable. And taking a look at the wider business environment for the moment, Vincent, Spherical Insights expects the global SAR market to grow from 3.8 billion US dollars in 2022 to 10.7 billion US dollars by 2032. We are talking about a CAGR here of some 10.9% during the forecast period. How far do you agree with this and what will be the key drivers of growth for Synspective then? Actually, I think some regions might grow even higher than 10.9% for Synspective, right? Uh, especially in Asia, there's a lot of geopolitical concerns going on, right? And many countries are actually coming up with their own national SAR constellation, which Synspective is trying to be a part of, right? And we are in active discussion for that. I think we will definitely benefit from such national constellation programs. Uh, to grow our market even much bigger and faster than 10.9%. I think one of the other drivers is actually climate change. We have seen in the past one year a lot of concerns from national governments all over Asia about climate change. Uh, there is a lot of concern about rising sea levels, movement of lands causing hazards such as landslides and other things. Right? Uh, we are engaged with multiple governments to work on solutions and the, the background research on all these uh, climate change uh, drivers as well. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Vincent Kessler, General Manager of Synspective Singapore. And speaking of growth, uh, I do want to talk about some recent developments. Uh, Vincent, the startup signed an agreement with Uzbekistan's Centre for Space Monitoring and Geoinformation Technologies as well as uh, with the National Space Agency of Kazakhstan. And that is to either carry out research or to develop new applications uh, to collect data for disaster management. How far is Central Asia a bright spot for Synspective? How much money is in this space? That's a very interesting question. Uh, nice research you've done. I think Central Asia is a very interesting and bright spot for Synspective. Why? Because they are coming up from their political past. There's a lot of change going on in the country. Right, uh, governments are finding the desire to move out of their history and moving in the direction of very large-scale development. Right, the governments have decided to come up with uh, policies to prevent disasters. And many years ago, there was a dam disaster in uh, Uzbekistan, which I think the government is right now looking at policies and ways how to stop that kind of uh, disasters from happening to protect their citizens. I think uh, there's also a lot of environmental protection going on in both countries and there's a lot for us as SAR players to do there. Uh, we are very lucky because the Japanese government has got very strong overseas development aid programs and organizations that are already existing in the two countries. So we are partnering with them to work with the local government to provide aid, to provide support to them to help to make their lives of citizens better. Okay, on that front, uh, if we look within Asia, right, Southeast Asia, you guys are partnering with Thaicom to offer a SAR satellite solution for disaster response to the government, defence, agricultural and finance sectors in Thailand. And earlier on in the conversation, you mentioned about Vietnam, I believe, as well. So where are the bright spots within Southeast Asia? How far would that drive growth? In Southeast Asia, I think Thaicom is one of the largest satellite comms providers here. Right? So it's a natural fit between Synspective and Thaicom to work together for Thailand, right? Uh, that particular relationship was actually a strategic one so that we can actually work with them to de develop the Thai market and also their solutions for the Thai government itself, such as in the mineral resource uh, protection and development, uh, irrigation, and also natural hazard prevention. For the other parts in Southeast Asia, I think we have got a very strong relationship with the Vietnamese Space Center and the Indonesian government 
for different sort of applications, such as in forestry, such as in hazard prevention. So we are doing quite a bit of work uh, in the background with all these governments as well. Mm. And I do want to wrap up the conversation, Vincent, by taking a look at what's happening back home within your home market of Japan. Synspective awarded this 4.1 billion yen grant by the Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry Japan to develop innovative applications using SAR satellites as at the end of 2023. And also, you guys are building an 8,000 square meter factory in Tokyo. What can we expect and any further add-on to your plans given the earthquakes we saw in Japan at the start of the year? I think we are very excited about our new factory in Churinkan. I visited in December. It's huge. Right, uh, and I think we expect that factory to be operational sometime in the middle of this year. I think we are looking forward to having a big opening party. Uh, it has a capacity to build up to twelve satellites a year in that particular factory itself, right? And we are right now busily hiring quite a bit of people. I think within the next few months, we have to hire at least fifty people as engineers working there. Uh, that space is going to be very interesting because it also allows us to conduct additional R and D for new capabilities. Uh, this will help us to vastly improve our our competencies to compete in the global market as well. For SBIR, which is a small business innovation uh, fund that for Pymeti Japan, it's a very good development, right? Uh, it helps to grow small companies like us to a level that can compete globally on international level. Uh, we are very honored to be chosen. And right now we are using it to develop R&D on the new generation of satellites as well. Regarding the earthquake itself in Noto Peninsula, we have provided non-stop uh, since the beginning of the year data to the Japanese government for reconstruction for search and rescue purposes. We are continuing to do that. I think as a result of the Noto Peninsula earthquake, uh, we, we showed our value as being a very large coverage satellite. We could cover very large areas at one time. Uh, this was really, really helpful for the search and rescue teams, for the Noto Peninsula Prefecture Government, uh, people like that, to get up, get their answers on how to search and how to save people's lives. You mentioned this a number of times throughout the conversation. Next generation satellites. Um, is it still too early to talk about it? Uh, anything that you might be able to tease and to share? Of course, our next generation satellite will be a higher capability one. I cannot share the specs yet. But I think uh, please look forward to our future launches. Then this will be something that uh, will excite a lot of people. Okay, okay. Stay tuned. And uh, well, before I let you go, uh, Vincent, what is the ultimate goal for Synspective? I believe one of the players in the SAR satellite imagery scene, the Institute for Kyushu Pioneers of Space or IQPS, opted to go for an IPO in December 2023. Share searched 82% in their market debut in Tokyo. Is an IPO on the cards for Synspective? What are some future plans for 2024? Yeah, instead of financing an IPO as a goal, right, we prefer to look at it as our ultimate goal as being a number one star player in Asia, home base in Asia. Uh, we want to show our operational excellence. We want to show our international success and, 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 and our customers' international growth so that naturally more investors and stakeholders will come to speak to us rather than we going to speak to them, right? Uh, I think this year we're going to do a, a lot more launches. Please keep a lookout for that. I think in a couple of weeks, we will, we will say something about our next launch. Uh, and I think in two weeks' time, we are also going to participate in a local space show called the Global Space and Technology Conference right here in Singapore. And uh, I think we will be present there to 
show our capabilities and our perspective on the space ecosystem in Asia. Any idea if you could share with us how many zeros are in there for the contracts? A lot of zeros. Yeah, a lot of zeros, I guess. Because, yeah, Japanese yen has got many zeros. Okay, <laughs> we'll keep it as it is there, right? Uh, thanks a lot, Vincent. That was Vincent Kessler, General Manager of Inspective Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.